Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Matt, and we did it again. Casey and I had a scheduling conflict, so I am riding solo again today. Uh, uh, so you get to listen to the sultry sound of my voice. Um, you know, I, I was going to throw in an episode of Discontinued on Display and, you know, apologize to you all of uh, skipping an episode, but then uh, all of the San Diego Comic-Con news for Disney and Marvel, Marvel especially, but there was some Disney news thrown in there, came down. And to be frank, I, I am a person who processes things by talking. And so uh, I, I often will talk to myself when no one is around. But the wonderful thing about having a podcast is you can record your uh, intermusings and people then will listen to you process all of these things. So, uh, so I'm going to spend you know the next little bit here going through these announcements that we got from San Diego Comic-Con. And, and, and the, the crazy thing about this is we got so many announcements, and then D23 is coming up as well. And they said there were going to be more Marvel and, I'm, I'm sure, more Disney announcements at D23. Uh, it, it's, it's crazy how much, how far out they are projecting here and all of the announcements that they gave, which we'll get to in just a minute. But uh, it, it's it, this is a fun time always to be a fan of these things because there's so much excitement that's built up even just as a here we're working on this movie no trailer no concept art no anything it just is um it's very very cool so this is kind of a, a little more for me podcast uh and you're just kind of along for the ride so thanks for coming along we'll be back with um thor love and thunder next week i know some of you were excited to hear our thoughts on that my apologies we'll be back next week and we're we're excuse me getting through some of our scheduling issues you know it's the summertime and families visiting and vacations are happening and um, you know, our, our, our lives are very, very busy. So uh, um, we're, but we're still committed to bringing you great content. So we'll be back with Thor Love and Thunder next week. So let's get to the biggest news that came out of San Diego Comic-Con. And that is, of course, National Treasure getting its own series on Disney+. Plus. Uh, if you are a, a listener of, of this podcast, you know that Casey and I are very big National Treasure fans. Uh, you know, National Treasure is the perfect example of a very rewatchable movie. I, I, I like the second one as well, so the sequel holds up, though it's a little more ridiculous, I guess. I don't know. They're, both of them are kind of ridiculous. But uh, I'm, I'm so excited that they've decided to make this into a series and connect it back to the original. So, like, I mean, they're bringing in a new heroine. Uh, her name is Jess. Uh, you know, so of course it's, you know, she embarks on a life, uh, lifetime adventure to uncover the truth and about her family's mysterious past and save a lost Pan-American treasure is what it is. Um, but a couple returning characters from the original movies, you've got, uh, uh, Harvey Keitel who played, uh, S Agent Sadusky, Peter Sadusky, the FBI agent. And then of course, uh, Riley Poole played by Justin Bartha. He's going to guest star as well. And I love that they're going to kind of connect it back to those movies while also saying this is a new thing. I, I mean, I, I definitely was a little bit of a joke uh, uh, at the beginning saying this is the biggest announcement, but 
something that I didn't necessarily see coming. Really, really excited about it. Uh, I, this is going to be a really, really fun series, I think. And uh, I'm excited to see what Disney does with it. And I'm excited to see that Disney is doing these types of things with some of these movies that were good, but, you know, weren't your blockbuster, you know, franchises that are going to sustain the company forever and ever. But perfect Disney Plus released National Treasure Edge of History. I believe it comes this year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, But I'm so excited about that. Uh, so next, kind of in the uh, the Star Wars uh, realm, uh, Andor got more uh, v- uh, trailer and more footage and concept art and pictures and things like that. Well, not so much concept art, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, this series uh, premieres ooh, in just about a month. I believe it's August 31st that this comes out. And of course, this, this goes around Cassian Andor... Uh, and the early stages of the rebellion. You know, we've talked a lot with Obi-Wan Kenobi, how there's... It's really cool to see stories being told between episodes three and four because it is such an interesting time in the galaxy where the Empire has taken over, the Republic has fallen... The Jedi are gone. You know, it really is a cataclysmic event in terms of how society works. And so kind of seeing the beginnings of this uh, is really, really cool. Um, you know, a new, uh, a new uh, 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 droid, B2, um, EMO, B2 for short, was on display. Uh, he's in an old ground mix salvage assist unit wonderful i always 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 happy to see more droids um the costumes and everything look great it's going to be great to see again how they connect in with rogue one and how they connect in with what they have already established obi-wan kenobi obviously a new hope in the uh the skywalker saga but really curious really i think it's a really really fun going to be a really really fun series and something very very different so Andor, especially, is something I am excited about. Um, okay, uh, on to probably the biggest news, and that's all the Marvel things. You know, Marvel definitely took center stage here, and uh, oh man, we're just going to go through everything that was announced here. Uh, so the first thing is that kind of flies under the radar. It's 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 um shorts of I Am Groot, which actually. They're premiering very, very soon. This is under a month. It's all five shorts are debuting Wednesday, August 10th. Um, I don't know if any of you caught that, you know, the Baymax series. Sorry, Baymax. uh, Casey makes fun of me for how I say it. So the the Baymax series where it's just these short little 10-minute adventures that Baymax has. And it's it's not like a full series. They're kind of standalone things. I mean, there's a narrative that goes throughout them but it's they're just standalone little 10 minute things that's kind of what this is just going to be like just about an hour five shorts where of group getting into things and the trailer looks cute um i i i I liked these shorts like i enjoyed the baymax i know they they were when disney plus released there was forky ask a question there's been some other stuff like that i have mixed feelings about some of this because on the one hand it's fun but then 
it's it's just it's they're just shorts and then i watch it for the 10 minutes and then it's done i i almost feel like i get that you know the idea of disney plus is you're trying to get people to subscribe but i i almost feel like these would be better youtube pushes than they would be disney plus things but I, neither here nor there i will definitely watch anything with groot in it especially it's baby groot so you know baby groot getting into all kinds of things the trailer looks uh the trailer looks uh uh, uh really fun so um yeah i'm, I'm excited about that um animation kind of getting a big 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 uh uh push here so um there's an upcoming animated series called Spider-Man Freshman Year. Um, it, it, the, the first look included a reveal of the new Spider-Man suit. It's going to be a Disney Plus original. It's going to follow Peter Parker on, the, on his way to becoming Spider-Man before the events of Spider-Man Homecoming. So, you know, we come into Spider-Man Homecoming and Peter Parker's already Spider-Man. Even when he comes into the MCU, you know, the we first meet him in Civil War, Spider-Man's already Spider-Man. So this seems to kind of uh, kind of go into, hey, how does he become Spider-Man? We're kind of getting the origin story almost. Uh, it, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. And then um, the show will premiere on Disney. This is, you know, you know, way off in 2024, though I say that and that 2024 is going to be here before we know it. And a second season, aptly named Spider-Man's sophomore year, was also announced during the presentation. So, you know, Spider-Man animation has always been a big part of Marvel's uh, uh, library. You know, if you go back, you can find plenty of Spider-Man animated series. There's some good, great ones on Disney+. A um, couple really, really good ones on Disney+, that I highly recommend. But, uh, you know, Ultimate Spider-Man, and there was a new one that, uh, that premiered on Disney XD that also is really, really good. And then, of course, you know, the classic and the 90s ones. But uh, that's, that's, it's something that I, I'm excited to see them go back to. Uh, another announcement, What If, um, is, of course, you know, we had What If Season 1, which uh, most critics agreed and people that I talked to very, 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 very entertaining. Very, very good. Um, that second season's coming early 2023. Uh, so, I mean, fans got to see a season two trailer, and they also got to see one episode from the next season. Uh, it sounds like What If will continue in a third season. No premiere date announced. And then uh, it, they also showed some concept art from, from a series, Marvel Zombies, which was already announced, but uh, uh, it's definitely inspired by... The comic, and in the first season of What If, there was an episode of 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 a zombie episode where a lot of them became zombies. Um, interestingly enough, uh, this, from what I gather, is going to be one of the first R-rated series that uh, Marvel does, and this kind of brings up a topic as a whole because another thing that dropped day one of San Diego Comic Con, I'm sure if you have Disney Plus, you have noticed. Deadpool 1 and 2, as well as Logan, the Wolverine movie, dropped on Disney+. Plus. You can watch them right now. And, you know, these are rated R. And I, and I think this is a really interesting move for Disney because kind of what, what, was, what was thought to be the case was Disney Plus is for your families. And then when they acquired Hulu, Hulu was going to be where... 
all of the kind of more quote-unquote adult content was going to go. Um, but that seems to have gone by the wayside now because, I mean, again, you can watch Deadpool, which is a movie that is very much not for children. Uh, same with Deadpool 2 and, and Logan as well. Very a, a very not for children movie. You can watch those on Disney Plus right now. And so a lot of people are questioning that move. Um, my opinion on it is parental controls exist for a reason. Uh, just put parental controls on and you won't have anything to worry about. I get that it's maybe a little bit annoying, but I mean, listen, I, I, I think that Disney, yes, has gotten this, we're a family company, but also Disney want, has a other set of audience that is your older, again, millennials, and we are old enough now that we can watch R-rated movies. <laughs> we don't need permission. I don't need permission from my parents as a 31-year-old to watch an R-rated movie. And so I think there's this, this, these two separate fan bases that they're trying to cater to. And it's just, it's hard to find the cross section or it's hard to find how to do, to, to keep those two groups happy on the same platform. So I I get where it comes from. I get where people are coming from, but, uh, I I just think it's going to, it's going to require that Disney plus you're with kids, you're just going to now need parental controls. And I, I think that's just going to be what it's going to be. But I, I know a lot of I read I've read a couple articles that a lot of parental groups are really upset at this. And on one hand, I don't blame them, and on the other hand, I say just tell your kids we don't watch those movies and set up parental controls. Um, speaking of millennials in the '90s, uh, fans were treated to a sneak peek of X Men '97. That is an animated series that explores news stories in the iconic '90s timeline of the original X Men: The Animated Series. So, of course, you know X Men: The Animated Series, uh, hugely popular. I remember that was one of the shows that when I needed to take a break in college, I would watch an episode because the episode's like 20 minutes. So. I've been working for like three hours. My brain needed a break. I'd throw on an episode of X-Men, the animated series. And then after that, get back to work. Um, so I love that they're, you know, keeping the animation style, the, the, the concept art for X-Men 97 and all of these animated shows looks fantastic. Really, really excited. Um, I love that they're kind of, again, keeping it to the original, but, you know, because it's going to have the same theme music that... Yeah. Oh, everyone's favorite. And uh, uh, so I'm excited to see that, but I'm excited to also kind of see some new storylines there. Love to see the X-Men getting some love because, you know, one of the things that's very absent from all these announcements, there's not really a whole lot of X-Men. And so, um, you know, now that Marvel has X-Men, it's going to be curious to see how they bring them into the MCU. But as of right now, we don't really know how because um, they're not really announcing any of that. Again, D23 coming up. They wanted to save some stuff for D23, but it'll be interesting. So X-Men 97, going to have a second season as well. Um, so live action, that's kind of, you know, the the big, the big thing. Um, Marvel has been promising direction on where where things were going and ultimately i mean i think we all kind of saw it coming in my opinion but uh you know marvel has kind of labeled this next saga if the first saga was the infinity saga this is the multiverse saga 
Um, it's clear that they're moving towards a multiversal story arc. Again, multiverse of madness kind of starts setting that up. Even, you know, Spider-Man Far From, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home sets up this idea of a multiverse and all this other stuff. So you've got four phases four, five, and six were announced. Uh, it, it's, it, it's bonkers how, how much content we've had. And we're already at the end of phase four, which I was thinking that phase four feels kind of strange because doesn't feel I, 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 it does not feel like we've gone anywhere. It feels like we've just had a lot of content, and that it is what it is. Again, the pandemic kind of sped stuff up, but um, I am excited to see kind of where they're they're heading with this. So, first off, I mean, you get uh, Disney Plus's She-Hulk streaming August seventeenth. You know, this is She-Hulk Attorney at Law that dropped with a new trailer. Uh, really fun to see how they're connected in. Wong is going to, uh, he makes an appearance in there. You've got Abomination all the way back from, from the second MCU movie. The one that everyone forgets is an MCU movie because Edward Norton plays, (laughs) plays the Hulk. And then uh, a last second peek at Daredevil, which we'll see. We'll get more on that later. Um, but uh, so that, really excited for that series. Again, less than a month until that streams on Disney Plus, so we don't have to wait long for that. And then, um, of course, uh, the, the big treat that we got from a, like, people who didn't go to Comic-Con perspective was the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer. And, you know, this, this, is, this is a movie that is very interesting to see. We were all interested to see where... Marvel Studios went with this because, of course, the actor who played Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman, tragically died uh, way too young. And so the question was, they've said they're not going to recast him, so who takes up the mantle of the Black Panther? What's this story going to be? And this movie, I think, is going to be on the levels of a No Way Home box office shattering movie i i mean the first movie shattered records i think this one is going to be a very emotional movie for a lot of people because of what chadwick boseman's black panther character uh uh meant to that so already you've got that aspect of it then i mean you've got the namor the submariner um, or the Submariner, uh, I, I, I heard it both ways, so I, I don't know which way is correct. Um, I've always said Submariner. Um, I guess it's Submariner now that I'm thinking about this. Have I been saying it wrong for like 10 years? Probably. Huh. Okay. Well, I feel idiotic anyway um so great to see that character uh you know him and uh, wakanda and and the atlanteans have always been at odds there's a great comic uh, avengers versus x-men which i hope is where we're moving like 20 years down the road more uh that's a whole nother discussion uh basically like he gets one fifth of the phoenix power and uses it to like wipe out wakanda and it's bonkers. But anyway, um, Wakanda Forever, end of this year. That's November. And, oh, man. Just, even though Chadwick Boseman is gone, there's still so many great characters in in that world of Wakanda and really excited for it. So that's the one that we got the most of. 
So that kind of ends phase four. And so with phase five, we jump right in. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. That's February 17th, 2023. Uh, you've got uh, Kang the Conqueror makes another appearance. So, of course, you you know Jonathan Majors, Kang gets, or I guess he's never actually called Kang, but it was He Who Remains. Uh, that's in the first season of Loki. But, uh, yeah, Kang the Conqueror, uh, and then Cassie Lang will be in her purple suit. So uh, that's really fun. Uh, and then... After that, sometime in the spring, you've got Secret Invasion coming to Disney+. Plus. Uh, I'm curious how they're going to do this one, because this, the Secret Invasion whole story arc uh, is actually a really fun one, because the Skrulls are, of course, from Captain Marvel, we know they can shapeshift and, and look like anyone. And so the fun part about the Secret Invasion comic was you really didn't know who you could trust. And who was a Skrull and who wasn't and all this other stuff. Well, it with the Skrulls, we know that they exist in the universe, but they're painted as the good guys in, in Captain Marvel. It's the Kree who are the bad ones. The, the Skrulls are just trying to get home. And so it'll be interesting to see how they do this. And is there a, a faction of Skrulls that are actually bad? You know, so I, I, it's going to be, I think, a really fun kind of spy thriller that's going to keep you on the edge of your seat the whole time because you're not going to know who's a scroll and who's not. But, uh, of course, headlined by Nick Fury and, and Talos, Samuel Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn, respectively, both great actors. Uh, really excited to see that come to Disney+. Plus. Um, so that drops early spring. Then uh, the summer movie season kicks off May 5th, 2023. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, really excited about that one. We're going to get some Adam Warlock in there. Uh, who uh, oh, I'm going to blank on the actor's name. Who's, who's uh, uh, oh, I think it's uh, Will Poulter, I think it is. Uh, yes. I just know he played Eustace in... Um, in Chronicles of Narnia Voyage of the Dawn Treader, which is a really deep cut, but that's where I know him from. Uh, I mean, I'm a fan of the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise, so excited about this. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they wrap this one up, because James Gunn kind of said, you know, this is the end of the Guardian story. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with this one, of how they wrap up this story and kind of almost, you know, write these characters out, so to speak. Uh, it, that'll be interesting. Uh, and then you, a whole bunch of whole bunch of slates here. So I, you've got Echo. That's a uh, series releasing summer 2023. Of course, we saw Echo in uh, Hawkeye. She she is of course the deaf and one-legged uh, hero. We talked about her in our Hawkeye review. I, I love the actor that they got to play with her because she's actually deaf and actually does uh, not have one leg, which is an incredibly specific person to try to find. But, I mean, I guess it kind of, you know, narrows your choices. Anyway, um, I don't really know a whole lot about Echo, so I'm excited to see that. Also releasing on, on Summer 2023, Loki Season 2, especially with how much of the, like, multiverse that series had with it 
really excited to see what season two is like. Of course, Tom Hiddleston as Loki just nails it every time. It just never leave us Tom Hiddleston as Loki. I, I, I want more, 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 more. Just keep going. Keep being Loki in everything. I'm, I'm totally in. Um, then we've got um, Ironheart in fall of 2023. Love it. Uh, Ironheart is another kind of... Uh, I don't want to say like B, B hero because that feels like I'm, I'm bagging her, but it's a good Disney Plus show. Really love that they're putting Ironheart on there. Uh, in winter 2023, Agatha, Coven of Chaos. So, of course, Agatha Christie. Not Agatha Christie. Um, Agatha Harkness. <laughs> Agatha Christie is a horror writer. Um, very wonderful horror writer. Um, uh, Agatha Harkness is the, the character that I'm talking about. Um, Catherine Hahn, of course, will return. It'll be interesting to see again how they weave this in uh, from the where we left her. Uh, but it, it, I don't know, I'm just I'm just curious. I, I, I it's interesting to see that she gets her own series on this and. Her character has more depth in the comics, so I'm hoping that they explore more of that. Um, a big surprise for me, and this is spring 2024, was Daredevil Born Again, where apparently this is going to be an 18-episode series. Charlie Cox and uh, comes back as Daredevil, and Vin Vincent D'Onofrio comes back as Kingpin. So, you know, the, the big cliffhanger almost uh, with... Um, Hawkeye was like, is, is Kingpin dead? Well, apparently he's not, uh, because <laughs> he's going to be born again, apparently. But I love that they're doing this. Uh, I love that they're bringing in these characters that were this, like, exclusive Netflix thing, kind of fringe MCU, and bringing it in. Daredevil, by far, the three seasons of Daredevil were better than most of the series that were on there. Two kind of took a dip, but season one of Daredevil. Again, do not watch that with your children. D just don't. Uh, it's it's so good, though. If you have not watched Daredevil, do yourself a favor and, and watch it. It's a really gripping, 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 gripping series. And both Charlie Cox and, Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio do such a good job at their like cat and mouse game on screen and it's 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 delightful it's absolutely delightful watch it i'm so excited that we're getting more of it and 18 episodes i i think that that's what surprised me the most because you know marvel has kind of been getting into this habit of it's six episodes six episodes six episodes and uh i think i'm just i'm interested to see 18 episodes holy cow so that was fun. So uh, that's kind of, you know, the Disney Plus gambit. Well, then, theatrically, you've got uh, July 28th, 2023 is The Marvels. Of course, you know, we just got done with Ms. Marvel. And so I, I, I like that they kind of do this, hey, here's this character. Here's her background information. Now you're going to see her on the big screen. I think that's, I, I think that's going to be a great way to kind of set stuff up. Curious where they go with that. Then November 3rd, 2023, you've got um, Blade. Of course, um, the Blade franchise already has a trilogy with the Wesley Snipes trilogy, uh, which 
I feel like that's one of them that a lot of people are looking back going, wow, these movies are actually really, really good and really, really fun. But really excited to see Marvel's take on the character of Blade. Really cool character. Vampires and everything. Wouldn't be surprised if this has some multiversal things in here. Really excited about this. Of course, the only thing that we have heard of Blade is his voice in... Uh, at the end credits of the Eternals, but uh, just my goodness, I'm I'm so excited. Um, then we've got uh, May third, twenty twenty four, Captain America: New World Order. Of course, Sam Wilson, the Falcon, is now not the Falcon anymore. He is now Captain America. Great to see that he Anthony Mackie is going to get his own solo film. You know, he was, you know, a side character for so long. And then, you know, he had Falcon and Winter Soldier as his own series. But that they're going to give him his own movie, I think that's going to be really, really cool to see. I'm curious where they'll go with the storyline. Again, I don't know how much multiversal stuff that they're going to try to push in here. Or whether this is just going to be a totally separate story. Again, we're far enough out now that we know very little about these things. These were all the ones that just got like, hey, these are coming. And then the other surprise, kind of, but I, I thought this was going to be a Disney Plus series, not so much a theatrical release. July 26, 2024 is Thunderbolts, which they've kind of been setting up. Thunderbolts is kind of like, I don't want to go as far as saying evil Avengers because they're not inherently evil. So like, uh, you know, U.S. Agent from Falcon and Winter Soldier, Wyatt Russell's character, um... He, he's not an inherently evil character. He's just more of like edgy Captain America and like is not afraid to, to bash someone's head in as you saw in the series. Uh, but uh, I, I love I love that they're giving us a theatrical release. I think this is gonna be a really fun uh group of characters that that really hasn't seen the screen in in uh in a marvel movie because these aren't heroes necessarily but they also aren't fully villains it's 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 gonna see it's gonna be interesting to see how marvel does that but i think it is you know looking at what all what's been announced it's gonna be this a very very unique movie and then, of course, you've got the, the and what I consider to be the big three announcements. And one of them is, of course, the Fantastic Four movie. Uh, it's going to release November 8th, 2024. And, you know, the Fantastic Four has been done before. I, I, I am in the camp of the first Fantastic Four movie, the one with, uh, the, the one where Chris Evans... Uh, plays Human Torch and Jessica Alba plays Invisible Woman. It's not great, but it's also okay. It's passable. Second one, they made Galactus into just a black cloud, and that's horrible. Um, didn't love that. And then you had the the most recent Fantastic Four, where the director is you know disowning his own movie before it releases and. That was just doomed from the beginning. So I'm really excited that Marvel Studios is not shying away from it, going in. Fantastic Four, if, if you just watch the movies, you maybe have this view that the Fantastic Four suck, and they don't. Like, it, they really are a cool group of characters that it is this family, it is this, there's no secret identities. Like, people know who they are. 
we see that a little bit in the MCU where like Doctor Strange, like people know Doctor Strange is Doctor Strange, but it is this really cool uh, family of superheroes. And it also brings in one of potentially one of Marvel's biggest villains in Doctor Doom. And Doctor Doom is such a fun villain for many reasons, but a big one is that because he's in charge of a country, Latveria, he's the ruler of that country, and so there's like international laws that apply. And so there's a lot of interesting stuff that, the political stuff that goes into that, where, okay, we know Doctor Doom is up to something, but we can't just up and invade his country otherwise the UN and you know the world is going to get upset with us so we have to do this in a way that doesn't get us in a bunch of political trouble and and I I, I would just I, I I love that aspect of Dr. Doom as a villain and then this culminates in not one but two Avengers movies in 2025 and so this is kind of where all this is culminating to. And so this kind of, to me, feels like kind of what Infinity War and and uh, Endgame kind of feel like, where you've got, um, you've got, uh, hang on, I have to find it in my notes. I saw it just a minute ago. My goodness, I'm 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 failing here. Oh my goodness! Um, so you've got uh, you've got uh, you've got uh, Avengers: The Kang Dynasty. So Kang is a time traveling villain, and so often when the Avengers face him in cartoons and things like that, it's this traveling across time. It's really, really fun. Uh, and I think that's going to be a huge, huge film where there's the potential for traveling across different multiverses, uh, traveling back to the past, into the future. It, 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 it's it, it, it's going to be a movie with endless possibilities. And then that's followed up again. Same year, Avengers Secret Wars. And this kind of feels like so, Secret Wars in the comics, what ended up happening is they created all of these characters, and there were so many storylines going on that they created this Secret Wars timeline and said, okay, all these universes are crashing together, and then these are the char- after the, all this happens, these are the characters that are left. And I, I'm curious if this is going to kind of be Marvel's big reset here, where... where there's going to be all these new characters and this is going to be how they write out a bunch of characters. They're just like, okay, the universe is smashed together and these are the people that are left. The rest of them are lost in time or dead or whatever. Um, but I, I mean, who am I to guess what Marvel is going to try to do? But the fact that in 2025, it's two of those types of movies back to back. I mean, again, we had infinity war and Endgame. That was a year apart. These are a mere like six months apart. So I I believe it's like May and November. And that's just bonkers to me. And I wonder if some of it is that with shooting schedules, they're going to try to shoot some of Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars in the same, uh, in the same session, similar to what a lot of films do this. I know Pirates 2 and 3 did this. I think some Star Wars films did this. Like, and this is not uncommon to, because, you know, actors and directors and everybody has 
such intense schedules, uh, you know, it's easy to be like, all right, we're just shooting all this right now. Uh, but holy cow, there just just so much coming, and I I cannot wait. I I know I've been reading a lot of articles about the Marvel fatigue, and I, I get it. It's a lot. But I also think it's paced out in a fact, uh, in a in a way that you're never getting a lot at one time. I have plenty of time to process it. I have plenty of time to understand what's going on. And if I don't, the internet has things to help me process and things to help me better understand. Or I can go back and watch it. Especially these Disney Plus shows. If I don't understand something, let's go back and watch it. And even a lot of times with these Disney Plus shows, I like to kind of binge it when I don't have to wait a week. Because then I remember details a little bit better. And I read an article today of someone who was like, yeah, it's like a full part-time job to have to keep up with the Marvel Universe. And it's like, whoa, it, 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 I watched the MCU and the and Marvel Studios things for entertainment and relaxation. If it's become a job for you, you need to stop watching it. <laughs> that, that's not healthy. So I, 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 I get it. It's a lot. But I, I'm just... I am in the camp of I'm so excited for everything that's coming out. It's so much fun to look forward to this kind of stuff. Like I'm, I'm excited that in less than a month I'll get She-Hulk for I believe you know I think it's nine episodes even. I could be wrong about that, and maybe it's six. Who knows? I, whatever I get, and then Black Panther comes out, and then Ant-Man and Wasp comes out in February, and then I, and then it's the summertime, and I get series, and I get movies, and it it's. It's so much fun to be able to go through a work day knowing that when I get home tonight, I'm going to be able to watch an episode of Ms. Marvel or Moon Knight or Loki. I, I'm even, even I'll extrapolate to Star Wars, Mandalorian, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Andor coming up soon. I, I'm, I'm so excited when I get to that. And, and if I don't get it on the day it releases, that's fine. I, I, Ms. Marvel, honestly, I, I didn't watch. Uh, uh, when it came out, I, I would, you know, I paced myself and, and so I, I'm encouraging that if you're feeling a little bit of fatigue, it, just take a break a little bit. The content will be there. It's not going anywhere. And even as of right now, there really have not been any mind boggling spoilers to me in any of these movies that make me feel like if someone really told you a detail, you'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Like, Infinity War and Endgame kind of made us to where, like, oh my gosh, keep quiet about spoilers. It, there's not a whole lot of spoilers happening in these in, in these series. Like, I mean, minor ones, and I suppose probably bigger ones if, you, if you're really following. But just, I, when, I, I, when I watch Ms. Marvel, I don't have anything spoiled for me. I, I, I just, again, I paced myself, and I really enjoyed it. So it's my encouragement to you all. So that's kind of the rundown of what came on San Diego Comic-Con. Um, thanks for listening to my musings. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm so looking forward to everything that is coming out. I'm, I'm just, just, uh, uh, just bring on waves of content. And I mean, this is just mostly Marvel, like all the Star Wars stuff coming. And I'm sure there's going to be Disney stuff that's announced at D23. I'm sure we'll go over all that. Oh, I, I'm just so excited. So, closing time. 
Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can email us at beersandears1928 at gmail.com. Facebook, Beers and Years Podcast. Twitter and Instagram, at beersandears1928. Sorcererenetwork.com, you can check out. I'm going to try to write up some more pieces. Um, uh, I've I'm, I'm been lagging behind on that. Just been uh, really busy lately. <laughs> um, part of the reason is for that busyness is I uh, have also... Um, started writing for a sports website called Gridiron Heroics. I'm going to shout that out if you're a sports fan. If you're not, ignore this. Uh, but uh, if you're a sports fan, uh, follow me at Sorcerer Matt on Twitter uh, especially because um, I tweet a lot of that stuff out and have a lot of sports discussions on there. Uh, oh gosh, there's so many things. So many things that we're doing. Oh, uh, live streaming. Uh, we Go ahead and follow twitch.tv slash Sorcerer Matt. Uh, you can know when I go live playing some Disney, Star Wars, Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars games, as well as some just fun strategy games. Uh, just you know, come and hang out and have a good time. Um, all right, we'll be back next week with Thor: Love and Thunder. Let's. I'm gonna raise my glass to this podcast. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We really appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.